This is On Air with Euphoria. Hello. We are on the Euphorium in Berlin on respiratory care and type 2 driven disease from childhood to adulthood. My name is Susanne Lau. I'm a pediatrician from Berlin and it's a pleasure to have a little chat with Monika Gappa, current president from the European Respiratory Society, also pediatrician and pediatric pulmonologist. And yes, I think one of the exciting news is that we learned a lot about uh, unmet needs on the one hand, but also on very exciting therapeutic options in uh, T2-driven diseases, mainly respiratory, but also a little bit about uh, dermatological aspects of atopic dermatitis and chronic uh, spontaneous urticaria. Uh, but well, as pediatricians, we of course want to treat uh, our patients very well and also early. We want to detect the disease early. However, Monica, what's about prevention? Do you see any new option on any new approaches in terms of prevention or early modification of uh, allergic diseases, respiratory uh, T2-driven diseases? Well, thank you, Susanna. I think this is an excellent question. As a pediatrician, we both know that the immune system starts to develop in utero and then continues to develop driven through environmental factors, genetics, um, infections to adolescence and then adulthood. And of course, as pediatricians, we have the opportunity to prevent when we talk about T2-driven diseases, we know it's a bit of genetic background and it's also influenced by environment. And this environment starts in utero. And uh, so prevention has to start in utero. I mean, I think we have two aspects. One aspect, what can be done on the basis of the general population, which mm -hmm. would implement uh, environmental control, for example. And on the other hand, of course, we, we can also focus on certain risk groups. Starting with the general population, what would you recommend to, to uh, address uh, dramatically? Well, the most important thing that we all need to address and continue to address is tobacco smoke exposure. This is something the parents can take responsibility for their own child. Um, and um, this starts even before you think about having children, which is quite difficult to, to explain to um, people, we know that um, if the father of the child smoked by the age of 15 and stopped maybe in his 20s, then there's still risk for the child, uh, an increased risk for to develop asthma. But um, any um, smoker stopping in front of a child um, will change the development of the immune system, development of the respiratory system. And there are really good data that was, uh, with, um, better tobacco legislation, respiratory diseases come down in children, especially in young children. Yes. And even the epigenetic impact over generations can be observed. I mean, there are some data on yes. the smoking grandmother. Yes, exactly. Where you see the epigenetic yeah. um, changes in terms of switching on uh, certain inflammatory genes can still be observed in the uh, uh, grandchildren generation. And that gives us really the, the need or the, the, the task to reduce smoking rates in the world. But we start in Europe, hopefully. And uh, I think we have to 
have less tolerance. I mean, if I observe Berlin, for example, we are very tolerant if people smoke in front of the children's hospital, for example. Uh, and I think we should take care of our children and uh, tolerance is nice, also immunologically, but sometimes <laughs> tolerance uh, towards certain behavior is not good, is really doing harm. And, uh, well, it saves a lot of money if you stop uh, well, and, smoking. Yeah. And actually, I, th I think it's important to say that the same is true for the um, alternatives, the e-products yes, um, containing yeah. nicotine, e-tobacco. So, but this is sort of the um, part that we can influence ourselves, but there's also the um, overarching theme of environment, climate change and air pollution. This is something we have to give to the politicians um, uh, to improve legislation. And um, I know that a lot of um, action is going on, especially from allergists and um, respiratory uh, physicians. We've been talking a lot, a lot about advocacy and we cannot raise our voices enough to um, make the society aware of the importance of um climate change, air pollution on development of allergy and respiratory diseases. Absolutely true. But uh, we, we could also, again, focus on small steps like um, media consume. I mean, we see a lot of babies already, infants uh, sitting in front of their tablets, not moving them normally, but being sort of uh, paralyzed in front yeah. of a little stupid videos, sorry to say that. Uh, and I think one simple step could be that we educate parents more. We have really to reach them to understand that simple measures can do really good yeah. uh, in terms of avoidance uh, of, of um, obesity, which is a risk factor for different diseases, but also for respiratory diseases. And I think, uh, well, these simple steps should also be taken, although Absolutely. we know that immuno immunology is so complex, but I think we, we should start with the, with the small steps in, in behavior, for example. Yes, get them back to soccer um, right. clubs sports. and um, playing. They have outside. to do sports yeah. and the sedentary behavior. Um, will mask asthma, that's one thing, and may, with increasing obesity, uh, increase the risk for asthma. So it's a really um, double impact, and um, that's something we need to do as pediatricians, yes. Yes, and uh, one other aspect is, of course, uh, city planning, uh, uh, improving the, the local urban climate, more plants, which are hopefully then not... Uh, producing too many pollen allergens, but also avoiding the pavement mm -hmm. of last, uh, uh, long, uh, big surfaces, uh, to, uh, improve the, uh, microbial diversity in, in especially the urban population, which also has to be uh, addressed in the future. And talking about microbial diversity, this brings us to a um, more medical intervention prevention. Um, we know that um, the microbiome is very important in uh, terms of immune development, and there is now increasing interest in, in using 
probiotics and bacterial lysates to modulate the immune system with the aim to um, have less allergies and less respiratory disease. So this is another really exciting aspect of prevention, but we need to wait for the study results before we can recommend this either on the population level or to specific risk populations. Yes. So thank you very much for this interesting conversation. This was brought to you by Euphoria, inspiring the future of respiratory care. This podcast was supported by an unrestricted educational grant from Sanofi Regeneron.